What's up, junkies? Welcome to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. So you know how we do it over here. We're going to be getting into some celebrity news, some TV reviews, and our unpopular opinion of the week. Today, we're going to be talking about everybody from Amber Heard to Nick Jonas and his wife, Priyanka Chopra, Cardi B, and Adele, and why is she in hot water all of a sudden. Also, we're going to get into some TV show reviews. Um, and some spoilers, so make sure if you're going to listen, you know that I'm already giving you the spoiler alert. And finally, we're going to get into our unpopular opinion of the week. Um, So this week, Tiny's daughter, Zanique, posted an interesting video online. And it kind of brought up the question of whether she was displaying good parenting skills or was it borderline verbal abuse. So we're going to get into it. All right. So, let's get into the Junkie Experience Podcast. Alright, first, before we get into anything, any news or reviews or anything, I want to take this time now to extend my condolences and send my prayers up to Regina King and her family for the loss of her son, Ian Alexander Jr., who was only 26 years old when he passed away this weekend. Um, Also, to the families and loved ones of 73-year-old fashion icon, Andre Leon Talley, who passed away from a heart attack, and a 68-year-old comedian, Louis Anderson, um, who most of us remember from um, his little role in um, Coming to America. But he has done numerous things. He's a comedic legend, um, and he passed away after battling cancer. Um, there's been a lot of you know deaths, especially um, centered around the celebrities um, that you know we've seen um, lately, and um, Like I said, I just want to make sure just to take this time to um, extend my condolences to those families. All right. So I'm going to uh, let's talk about, you know, what I've been doing. So this week has been just kind of, I wouldn't say mundane, but I've just been trying to like figure some things out. Um, I've been struggling with my. Um, new website like I just released junkieexperience.com and it's just been you know some kinks in there that I'm trying to get fixed so hopefully I'll get those done um, next week get with my web designer and get those kinks um, figured out but I've just been like going through it because of that I mean it's been times where I've just broken out and just started crying because you know things just weren't going my way I know I may sound like a spoiled baby or whatever but that's just how I've been feeling. Like, I like for things to work the way they're supposed to work. But um, we'll get those fixed. I'm not going to fret on it. I, you know, kind of broke down earlier in um, last week. But I decided to just, you know, chalk it up and deal with what I have. I mean, the site is working. Um, it is. But it does have, like, some flaws in it that I want to, you know, kind of get ironed out and get fixed. Because I want it to look good for you guys. Like, if you are going to my site and visiting, I want things to look good i wanted things to be easy for you to find um i want the stories to look good i just want everything to look like it's supposed to look so those were um you know just some issues i was having earlier plus you know working the nine to five and i'm telling y'all my energy for the nine to five and my motivation for the nine to five is really depleting like every single day like um right before i started recording this show i was texting back and forth with one of my friends 
just saying like, oh my God, like I just do not feel motivated. You know, um, you know, Monday's here. Um, when you guys are listening to this podcast, it's going to be on Monday, but I'm recording this on Sunday. So I'm just feeling like, damn, you know, Monday's about to come. I got to get back into it. And I used to be excited about, you know, my nine to five or whatever, but now it's just like, I just feel so blah about it. And it's showing in my work, like, you know, I feel like I could be doing better. Then I got like hit with a, you know, some um, bad news that, you know, a contract that we were going up for, um, we actually didn't get it, you know, and I was expecting, you know, really expecting to get it. Cause you know, when the VP called me or when we talked about it a few months ago before the holidays, he was just like gung-ho like, oh, you know, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. But it went to somebody else. We didn't get it, even though I feel we were a better fit um for the team but you know maybe they felt the um the the client felt something something totally different but you know that was kind of a bummer um for me but you know we'll get past it plus you know just trying to figure out where i'm headed with junkie experience and what i want to do and the things that i want to accomplish you know building this brand from scratch i mean building this brand with like zero followers or zero you know viewers of the site and stuff like that like i think that I've come a long way and um, I do want to just say this here that you know I really appreciate everybody going to the junkieexperience.com website you know looking at it you know getting your your celebrity news from there you know from my point of view and things like that and the site is really growing and I appreciate everybody I mean it's grown in since January 1st it's gone up like 236 percent and I can't do anything but thank you know you guys for um going in and, and tuning in my um the podcast numbers are creeping up like I I took a week and I just didn't look at them and then I turned around and I looked at them today right before I started recording and I just saw like how the numbers are going up and I am super appreciative of you guys so just thank y'all for like everything um in other news i kind of fell out my gym routine like i said i was kind of bummed out or whatever and i had been like doing real good like in the gym and not just in the gym i kind of like cultivated my workout where i would do like you know gym um one day um dance another day and um yoga the next day so i had like three different routines that i would go through uh, that i would cycle myself through but i ended up um you know kind of falling off this past week like i just been you know just was feeling kind of down or whatever and i kind of fell off my um you know uh off my stride so i'm working on getting back on track this week like i said you guys are listening to this on monday so on monday and i'm recording it on sunday so um i'm planning on getting my butt up and hitting the gym like as soon as possible like i have to do it i've been and 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 I already know when I get up and I do it, I'm gonna feel so much better. You know, it's just my energy levels will probably just go through the roof. But you know, it's all about like you know, mind over matter. Like they say, you gotta make yourself get up and and get it done. Also, guys, I am getting back into Ozark. Like Ozark has just released their fourth and final season on Netflix. Um, they released it this past Friday. So I haven't had a chance to watch it. I watched a piece of it. I had to go back and watch like a recap of last season because, you know, it's been a while since it's been on. So I went back and watched a recap of last season and to get me ready for this new season. So 
I watched a piece of it and when I tell you that thing already started out crazy I'm just like wow and I can already see that Ruth and Darlene are about to be locking horns um it is going to be wild I cannot wait to see how um Marty and Wendy maneuver through this cartel it is going to be super interesting so uh, i'm definitely going to get on that i plan on getting on it after i get through like recording and editing and everything um editing the podcast to go up for tomorrow i'm gonna try to get get on um back on ozark now what i have been doing is following this crazy tasha k and cardi b defamation trial when i tell you we got some investigative reporters here in Atlanta. Like, you got so many people that's been following this case. I mean, they all up at the courthouse, child. Like, I mean, getting all the news. Like, all they, they right there getting a firsthand account of what's going on in that courtroom. So, the news, the biggest news source, I'm going to say, um, is coming from um, Dennis Byron. And um, I've been watching Armand Wiggins, um, his channel, and he's been kind of like, you know, staying on top of reporting. And we know that Armand is a, you know, he's a Cardi stand or whatever. So he's definitely not here for Tasha K. But I mean, a lot of people aren't here for Tasha K because Tasha K did lie. Like she definitely lied on this lady and she's admitted that she's lied. So it's crazy. They talking about she's in the courthouse uh, perjuring herself and her and her husband, Chet, aren't on the same page and He's like, they're throwing each other under the bus. I'm just like, dang, like y'all couldn't plead the fifth or something. Like, why, you know, it, it's just getting crazy. Like, you know, Chad is saying that, you know, he doesn't have any control over Tasha and she does what she wanted to do. Or he's like, I told her not to do this and that. I'm just like, wow, like you throwing your, I'm like, Tasha needs to be looking around. Cause I mean, she gotta be getting punked, but I don't know how this is going to turn out for her. Um, you know, whether, um, Cardi is going to get some, um, you know, money out of this deal or whatever, or make Tasha pay, you know, for her attorney's fees and, you know, whatever else she's suing her for, because from what the folks that are on the ground reporting, like Mr. Dennis Byron, he is saying that it is not looking good for Tasha K. Like it is looking really bad for her, but <clears throat> Tasha is continue, continuing to get on and say that, you know, things are, are, you know, like she's, you know, just acting like she's not worried about anything. And I don't know if I mentioned this on last week's show, but I have met Tasha K in person. Like, I, I think I did mention this because I think I talked about how we went to the same nail salon. But when I met her in person, she was nothing like the character that she portrays on her show. <clears throat> And I know a lot of times, like right now, like y'all are getting me. Like y'all are getting, this is how I am. Like if I'm talking to my friends or whoever, like this is just how I am. Sometimes I run off at the mouth. Sometimes I have to like pull myself back to keep myself from talking so much. But this is me. This is how I talk. Especially if I'm comfortable with you, I'm going to run my mouth. Um, But Tasha was just, you know, she was real standoffish. And she just wasn't, you know, that... um a person that boisterous person that she portrays on her channel you know and i know it's for the clicks and the views and, and things like that but she really crossed the line to me when she um admitted from what they're saying in the courtroom i'm not in the courtroom i don't know what's going on but from what dennis byron has been reporting was that she admitted that she knew the things that she was saying about 
Cardi uh, were lies, but she kept it going. You know, she wouldn't take the videos down and, you know, talking about she would wipe her ass with the cease and desist letter. And um, in his last uh, court um, uh, courtroom appearance, they said she was kind of like on the stand for about five and a half hours. And they were asking her questions about who was the lawyer that told her to wipe her butt with the cease and desist letter. And she couldn't produce that person's name. And the judge was like, well, when we take a recess, you know, you better go and produce that name or whatever. So now from what I'm hearing is that the jury will be deliberating. So Dennis Byron was saying that they're expecting a verdict um, probably by the end of this week. So that is going to be interesting. I'm just wondering like if YouTube is going to make her take down her channel. Like you know is her money long enough to pay for all of these lawyer fees. And you know possibly having to pay for Cardi's lawyer fees. Because I know Cardi got some high dollar attorneys. So if that's going to be crazy if Tasha K is going to have to you know pay for that. And I know, you know, Tasha, because she keep everybody in her business. So she just bought like a new house in Lawrenceville, a, a really, really nice house in Lawrenceville. And I'm just like, man, like, is she going to get her channel taken down for this? And and now people are wondering, like, you know, what does this what does this mean for other bloggers out there? Like, is this does this mean that, you know, they're going to YouTube is going to put some type of restrictions or or institute um, a new policy. Um, we don't know. Like what is this. What does this mean. Like for her. But I guess we just got to wait and see. But I've definitely been following this case. Um, I even posted a story. Um, last week about. Her attorney Olga. Um, and I'm talking about Cardi. I'm, I'm not Cardi. I'm talking about Tasha's attorney Olga. Um, where Tasha K. Somebody found that where she left a damaging review on um her attorneys on the attorney website where you can go in it's like an attorney directory and you can go in and i guess you know leave your opinion on how you feel this attorney did and back in june <clears throat> tasha left um a comment about how bad this attorney was and how she would never use her again but i mean olga is her attorney like she's still in the courtroom with her so you know, that made folks think, like, I mean, so is Olga um, sabotaging her? Because they're saying Olga is coming ill-prepared. Like, she don't know what's going on. She's not asking the right questions. She is presenting evidence that was previously thrown out in the pretrial. And she's trying to bring it back up. It's just getting messy. And it's getting ugly. And it's just getting bad for Tasha K. I'm telling you, it's like Cardi B was like, I'm going to make an example out of you. And that is exactly what she's doing. So, like I said, y'all, I mean, we are going to see what's going to happen with this case. But it has been crazy. So, on the flip side, um, I was happy and kind of like a little elated. Because y'all know that I talked to y'all about the Wonder Years and stuff like that. And I watched the Wonder Years, the new version of the Wonder Years. I watched the old one, too, because, you know, I was a kid and I grew up on the old one. But I... um. I watched, I watched the new one and I love it. You know, this is the one with the all black cast. And I think Lee Daniel is like one of the executive producers. And they just have like an all star cast. Like it's amazing. And I love the storylines and everything about the show. So when I found out that um, little um, EJ Williamson, who plays, um, who who's the, the lead character on the show, um, he 
was nominated for best young actor, I believe, um, or best yeah best young actor in a comedy series um, by the NAACP Image Awards. And I'm like, wow, you know that is so good. So I think I commented on um, on that when I heard that he was um, he was nominated. And I want to say ABC had announced it on their Twitter page, and I just commented and I said that you know he was a shoe in and that you know he definitely deserves it because you know he's amazing on that show and um so little ej liked my tweet y'all i was like oh that is so cute he liked my tweet so now you know i like him even better now so that was uh that was cool you know that that he um liked my my little tweet so that was like a little bit of a silver lining in my hectic week y'all but you know we're gonna get it back on track we are going to get it back on track so that was everything about my week, y'all. Um, but now it is time for us to get into this celebrity news. So keep it locked right here to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. And we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. And you know what time it is, babies or junkies. It is time for us to get into the celebrity news stories of the week. So ain't nothing to it but to do it, baby. So, okay, first up, um, Amber Heard. So we know Amber Heard um, plays on Aquaman. I mean, she's an actress. Um, I know I've heard of her really from her tumultuous divorce from fellow actor Johnny Depp back in 2017, where they just went through a crazy time. Like every time you turn around, it was something coming out about them, and it was just nasty. Like I mean, fights and bites and everything that you could think of, like was going on between um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. So now. The rumor has it, or the rumor mill is turning, that um, they're saying Amber Heard may be responsible for helping to break up the marriage between Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. So we know that Amber Heard is on the um, Aquaman movie. So she is um, Jason Momoa's co-star on Aquaman. And she's also going to be his co-star on the new Aquaman that's coming out later on this year. So people are speculating that she could be the cause of jason momoa's and lisa bonet's marriage coming to an end because we know last week he announced that um he announced on his ig page that you know he and lisa bonet were parting ways as a couple they've been together for almost 17 years but they've been married for like almost five years and they have two kids together so now you know folks are thinking that you know amber is the reason that they may be um maybe divorcing because you know amber is known for getting cozy with her male co-stars um and you know some of those pictures do look a little fun and flirty that you know we've been seeing but i mean it could just be you know them having a good working relationship i don't know but my favorite saying is that time will tell it definitely will so aquaman the last kingdom is set to hit theaters on december 22nd and Jason Momoa and Amber Heard are both starring in that movie. And I think I'm definitely going to see it because I did see the last one. And to me, I enjoyed it. So, yeah. And speaking of enjoying, um, Nick Jonas and wife Priyanka Chopra are enjoying their new little baby girl. 
So the, the couple um, announced that they were welcoming their first daughter together via surrogate um, amid their recent divorce rumors. Now, they were there were some divorce rumors going on about Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra when I think it was last November um, or this past November, um, Priyanka removed Jonas from her social media handles. So her social media handles, once she got married, they were Priyanka um, Chopra Jonas. So she went in in November and she removed it and she changed it back to just Priyanka Chopra. So then when she did that, I mean, tongues went the wagon, honey, and fingers went to tapping because they were trying to find out and we were trying to find out what was going on between the power couple or whatever. So Jonas, I mean, um, so Priyanka actually um, took to Vanity Fair. She's in the newest, newest issue of Vanity Fair magazine to just kind of address those divorce rumors. And she just said, like, you know, basically, she was just saying that it's hard living under a microscope. Like, when you're in this business, you have to, like, make sure that you don't misstep. Like, you cannot have a misstep when you're in this business. Like, people are just constantly watching you. They're waiting on you to wear the wrong thing, say the wrong thing, you know, fall on your face or whatever. You know, fail at something. So, she said, I guess it's the pressures of the industry that's getting to her. I read the article, but she didn't really, really touch on um, the divorce rumor, she was just talking about like how, um, I mean, she really didn't talk about that too much, but she really talked about like how the, um, the, the, the level and you know, how social media, um, scrutinizes and judges everything a celebrity does. So she was just talking about how she felt about that. So, you know, hopefully everything is going well for the couple couple and you know that they you know enjoy their beautiful baby and you know things if things were rocky for them hopefully you know things will get back on the right track and speaking of things being on the right track cardi b just did you know in the midst of her going through this crazy thing or this crazy trial against um uh, tasha k for you know defamation and everything cardi b has stepped up to the plate and done a great deed um, so we know um, a few weeks ago there was a horrific fire in a Bronx apartment building high rise that left about 19 people dead, um, including some children. So Cardi B um, announced earlier last week that she was going to be covering the funeral costs for those victims. So she partnered up with the New York City Mayor Eric Adams to like look out for those families and to help those families and at least take off take the the financial burden away from the families um by helping by paying those funerals off and I mean that was my junkie goodness of the week like that was just you know amazing you know Cardi is from the Bronx New York and you know just her you know looking back and and and, and giving back to her community you know in a big way you know I hate that you know something like this this horrific had to happen and these people had to lose their lives but I am, you know, glad to see Cardi stepping up to the plate to um to help out. And on the flip side of that, um Adele, y'all, you know, our songbird Adele is in some hot water. So Adele is facing major backlash for canceling her Vegas residency, uh, which was called Weekends with Adele, less than 24 hours before the show was to start. So this past weekend. Adele jumped on Twitter and said that her show was not going to be happening. 
Hiya. Um, listen, I'm so sorry, but um, my show ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can to put it together in time and for it to be good enough for you, but we've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Half my crew, half my team are down with COVID, they still are. And it's been impossible to finish the show. And I can't give you what I have right now. Um, and I'm gutted, I'm gutted, and I'm sorry it's so last minute. We've been awake for over 30 hours now trying to figure it out and we've run out of time and I'm so upset and I'm really embarrassed and I'm so sorry to everyone that's travelled again. I'm really, really sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, we're on it. We're going to reschedule all of the dates. We're on it right now. Um, and I'm going to finish my show and I'm going to get it to where it's supposed to be now for you. I'm so, I'm so sorry. It's been impossible. We've been up against so much and it just ain't ready. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. She told people that she was sorry and that members of her team and her crew had come down with COVID and that the show just wasn't ready so people were like asking like okay so is it covid is the show not ready you know why are we getting this little um this this last minute notification and a lot of folks were pissed off you know because they were in the air like a lot of people were in the air when this announcement came um came about you know folks had bought tickets and they had paid for hotel stays and and all of that and um then it was just announced so you know some people was like okay you you know they were blaming adele saying you know she should have known this way before you know 24 hours like if you if it was looking like your show wasn't going to come together you should have let people know way 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 in advance you know so people are upset now some of her super fans they were forgiving to her um you know they were like you know they were understanding and things like that and um but some people honey they are upset about their money and i know she got back on twitter well no i think she um went live and um because there's like some type of um like you know of course like with concerts and stuff there's going to be like a like stores and stuff that's set up so there's like a, a an adele store that's set up in that area and so she was just saying like you know she told the people that they could like she went live with a lot of her fans that were in that store and told them that they could kind of take what they wanted you know from the store you know because you know when people attend these concerts like it's a lot of swag and a lot of artist paraphernalia that we pay for but um in her case she was like giving it away to those people but honey <laughs> i don't think that's enough that is not enough adele is gonna have to make this right um, her and her team are going to have to make this right with the people. It, and she is saying that it's going to be rescheduled. She's saying that the show is going to be rescheduled. It's just not going to happen right now. Now, uh, another little rumor floating around about that is that Adele had some issues with the people at that run Caesar's Palace, which is where she was going to be performing. So they're saying that um that caesar's palace people wanted adele to perform skyfall with like a 60 band choir like they wanted her to perform skyfall with a 60 piece choir if you want to call it that 
And Adele was like, no, like this was supposed to be like an intimate setting for my fans. Like, um, not, you know, this big gigantic production. So they're saying that that's, some people are saying that's where the fallout happened between her and the venue. But, you know, Adele hopped on. She was, you know, crying and everything, you know, saying that she was going to make it right. So she has to make it right with her fans, you know, because like I said, people made, they paid good money um, for that. So Adele girl, get it right. Get it right. You know, I mean, we understand that things may happen like that's outside of your control or, you know, outside of our control, period, you know, but. You know, at the end of the day, you have to make it right. So, you know, Adele, you know, I love you, girl. And I love your music. I love your latest album. I love almost all your music. But this is something that's going to have to be fixed. All right, guys. So that is it for our celebrity news, our junkie entertainment news. And we will be right back with our junkie reviews. Stay tuned to the Junkie Experience Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. And now it is time for us to get into these junkie reviews. So first up, I want to talk about Superman and Lois. So y'all know that I really, really enjoy Superman and Lois on the CW. Um, So this new season, y'all know we're in like episode two or three of the new season. So this episode I'm going to be talking about is the thing in the minds. So... This new season, y'all, I'm going to have to be honest. It has started off kind of slow for me. I mean, right now we got this new general. I don't like this new general. Like, I hadn't done, really done my research. But I want to know what happened to Lois's dad. I got to go back and look. I got to see what happened. Because we know Lois's dad was the general. But um, I'm, I, I just need to go back and see what happened. Because this new guy, he is not doing it for me. I'm not feeling him, period. So now he has, you know... These metas are uh, running or flying around trying to do what Superman was doing because, you know, he can't control Superman. Like, he wants Superman to do what he wants him to do. Uh, but, you know, Superman is just like, you know, I'm here for the greater good. And, you know, you either deal with it or you kick rocks or whatever. So, let's get into this episode and talk about some things that's that's been going on. So, Clark's vision. So, we saw in the last episode, Clark was having these visions along with headaches or whatever. So, his visions are starting to get worse. So, he had a breakdown at the kitchen, you know, at the in at the breakfast table or whatever. And um, so, he goes to try to let his brother, Tall Row, a.k.a. Morgan Edge, try to help him or whatever. But instead, Tall Row attacks his son, Jordan, because Jordan actually went with his dad to you know to meet up with tall row or whatever but now you know then he tall row tried to attack jordan because you know he's so jealous of superman you know saying you know mommy didn't love me she loved you more and you know she she just didn't love me like she loved loved you so he got mommy issues so he takes all of that out on um his brother clark all right so next up lois y'all so lois has allowed john henry and natalie which is her family from another universe to move into the ranch on this hill universe and until they can find their footing now this is just a weird scenario for everybody so john henry you know was married to the lois lane in the other universe that lois lane was killed by the dark superman so now you know they're in a whole different universe like lois don't really you know know them or whatever 
from this universe. You you are you already know how the comics go. I I don't have to explain all that, child. But anyway, it's just a weird situation because now, like your your old husband or your husband from another planet or universe or whatever is now staying with your family in this universe. I mean, it's just it's weird. Like you know because. It's just weird. It's weird. It's weird for Natalie, which was, you know, Lois's daughter in the other universe. And it's and I'm pretty sure it's weird for the boys or whatever. But you know, Clark, he just gonna go ahead with whatever Lois says and say, Okay, you know, y'all come on in, you know. If Lois says it's all right, then it's all right. But that's a kind of weird, weird situation. Um, next up, you know, Lana, she's running around um campaigning hard for this new um mayor that you know she's getting this guy this guy's running for mayor whatever so she's campaigning hard for him but then at the last minute dude decides to just bounce out so you know lana's like you know you you probably gonna be mayor you know we going hard in the paint for you or whatever like we gonna get this done and he was like nah chick i was or offered another job somewhere else that's definitely said i don't know if this mayor thing gonna happen but I know this new this job that I was just offered is gonna happen. So, honey, he was like he peaced out on her and he was gone. And he was like, okay. And so she was just like, man, you know, like what I'm gonna do now. So now I'm guessing this is gonna open up the door for Lana to run for the mayor of Smallville. I mean, that's that's all I can see right there. You know how if y'all know me, you know how I hate a predictable show. But I'm thinking that this is what this is what's gonna happen. Next up, you know, Sarah, ever since she got back from that camping thing or whatever, where she was like a camp counselor over the summer or whatever, she been acting all weird with Jordan and stuff. Like, you know, when he come over, she like pushing him, you know, distancing herself from him and, you know, not really wanting to hang, you know, ignoring his text messages and, you know, he's trying to go hard because, you know, he want to be with his girlfriend. Like, you know, she kissed him and blew his little mind or whatever. So he wants to be with her. So now she's just like dodging him like every chance she gets so um towards the end of the episode she did make a confession that she kissed the girl and she liked it so what's about to happen so you know and then we see you know her and natalie getting close like natalie's helping her like fix on her little hunk of junk car or whatever so um i'm like is she gonna like try to make a pass at and natalie like what is what's gonna happen with this whole Sarah's situation and you know Jonathan is is still struggling you know trying to get better from his accident so he can get back to football because I guess this this new guy that's come in town and he's kind of like you know running this show when it comes to like football or whatever so you know Jordan I mean Jonathan is not the star anymore it's crazy and finally y'all in these minds that's why the episode is called the thing in the mind it's some kind of monster or something in the minds that's like going crazy and it's just it's a mess like um and you know superman is gonna have to come and save the day but um i guess we will find out more about that on the next episode but you know i enjoy superman like i say it's starting off slow but i know it's gonna get better it's gonna progressively get better so i'm just waiting on that um and of course i'm gonna keep watching so that's that on that and that's my take on superman and lois the latest episode the thing in the minds so next up we got to talk about sex in the city and just like that so y'all know that i was an avid sex in the city fan when the old show was on the one that came on and ran from 98 to 2004 but um with this one here um i've been watching you know i've been watching and and i i see where you know i'm looking at different things online where 
um the show is getting a lot of bad press bad reviews and things like that but i'm gonna tell y'all straight up i mean sex in the city was toxic um biggs and carrie's relationship on sex in the city was toxic their friendships were toxic but back then we didn't throw the word toxic around like i'm doing now so it was just it was what it was you know um back then you know so um social media wasn't even just getting started hell the internet was just really um taking off or whatever so now you know people are going to they're pointing out everything that they see that's wrong with this show and me too you know i there's some things on there that i could do without but me just being a sex in the city fan from like way back when I'm going to continue to watch because I want to know what's going to happen now. Whether they bring back another season of this show, I do not know. Um, because like I said, like reading like articles out in Cosmopolitan or, you know, just different reviews and stuff. People are really trashing and just like that. So now we're just going to get into it. Like I said, this is um, spoiler field, but we're going to get into this um latest episode bewitched bothered and bewildered so so starting now you know carrie um the move back into her old spot or whatever so let's start out with um with charlotte so charlotte you know is you know in the bathroom with her husband or whatever so they're about to do to do you know charlotte drops her knees about to, you know give her husband a happy ending or whatever and her daughter rose walks in or is it lily i can't remember like i'm telling y'all i get those flowers mixed up i cannot remember if it's lily or rose but her adopted daughter i'm gonna say that she kind of walks in and like catches them or whatever and or almost catches them in the act and charlotte can't deal with you know charlotte charlotte let any little thing bother her you know what i'm saying like she just like one of those ones that just like lets anything bother her so you know her and her daughter's you know relationship is kind of weird so she's like oh i'm gonna take her out to lunch and you know kind of talk about it or whatever and then when they get out to lunch she finds out that her daughter has like an instagram page where she's posting like provocative pictures or whatever so you know charlotte loses her junk at that point and just like what is this what's going on what's going on you know she loses it to the point where the girl just gets up and leaves the restaurant crazy and then she her daughter goes over to to carrie's house or whatever so that's so much for that little scene or whatever but carrie you know we found out you know she well we don't find out she's moved back you know a couple episodes back but she has moved back into her old spot and now she's having trouble with like some noisy neighbors like some young kid young people that are you know being noisy whatever they sit out on the stoop and do all their stuff on the on the stoop of the building that they live in so Carrie um becomes kind of weirdly obsessed with this this 20 something year old girl who who actually is living in the apartment below her you know Carrie's like wondering like oh you know how is she affording this I'm like hell how was you affording it you know back in the day because you was um was was writing or whatever those little freelance articles and you going out buying Manolo Blahniks every other week or whatever how are you affording to carry so now she's like worrying about like how this little 20 something year old girl is is afford is affording this apartment and child she's semi-stalking the girl honey um and it was one scene where um carrie actually went 
well, it was some loud music playing or whatever downstairs in the apartment. So Carrie leaves her apartment, goes downstairs to this girl's apartment. I guess she's going down there to like, you know, knock on the door and tell her to keep it down. So when she gets there, she finds the door open. She walks in. The girl is in this beautiful gown. Like it's like an evening gown or whatever. But the girl is passed out on the couch. Like you can tell she's either drunk and passed out because she was holding like a, either a wine glass or a wine bottle or something. And she was, um... Yeah, she was drunk and passed out or just, you know, passed out or whatever. And sleeping on the couch. Carrie stands there and watches this girl while she sleeps. Not only does she do, does she do that, she looks at this girl's mail and, like, gets her name um, from the mail. And then she goes and Googles her. Finds out she's, like, some kind of jeweler to the celebrities or something. I'm like, Carrie, you, you being a stalker chick, like, you're really being a stalker. Like, what's going on with you? Like, you need to be stopped. Like, you checking this girl's mail and all kind of stuff just so you could Google her. Crazy. So, you know, that happens. And, you know, and then they, they end up, like, toward the end, like, having this weird bond because the girl is, like, going through some issues with, like, her no good boyfriend or whatever. And Carrie hears them fighting and um comes down the stairs at that moment that they're fighting. And I guess her and the girl bond or whatever. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. I want to see where they're going to take this storyline and is this girl gonna continue to be in this show um because of that but it was kind of like something that they're just you know it's like they're just throwing stuff at the wall and kind of hoping that it sticks or whatever um now let's get to miranda and shay so miranda um and shay have a big falling out at an lgbt rally where you know che is up there doing her little stand-up or whatever so che at the end of that like she meets up with miranda she finds out that you know miranda and steve don't have an open marriage so baby when miranda told her that they didn't have an open marriage huh che flipped her doggone wig baby she was upset she was like, you know, she felt like she was like, look, I ain't no home wrecker. And, you know, you, you, you know, this is like cheating or whatever. And, you know, then Miranda tried to explain to her that, you know, her and Steve's marriage had been over. But, you know, they were just basically living together like roommates. You know, they hadn't had sex in years and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but anyway, Che wasn't feeling it. You know, they continued to argue. Then all of a sudden, child, they made up and both of them professed their love for each other. I'm like, wow, all in the same, like, few minutes or whatever. So, both of them confessed their love for each other. So, Che told Miranda that she was in love with her or whatever. Miranda was like, you know, you know, she already, the light bulb went off in her head. Like, look, she about to go dumb Steve. Like, she like, look, I, I need to be with Che. Che is the only one who gives me life, and I do not want Steve anymore. So, you know, she just over the moon for Che, child. Just over the moon. So, she goes home and she ends up telling steve this this scene really guys let me tell you this scene really broke my heart when she told steve like steve was sitting there you know watching tv or watching the game or whatever you know he can barely hear he got like the you know the hearing aids and stuff like that but um i mean it was just so upsetting how she told him that she was um gonna break up with him or whatever and um or that you know she wasn't happy and that she wanted a divorce and it was like oh you just wanted to like grab and hug steve like at that moment because it was just so heart-wrenching for her to say you know and they've been together for like 20 plus years they got a teenage son 
he was just like, you know, I'm used to this life. You know, you know, I love what we have together. He was basically saying, you know, I don't know what you looking for because you ain't going to find it out there. You know, like, you know, we're happy with each other. Like we're at peace. But Miranda let him know that she was not happy. So I guess that it is what it is. So now, honey, she done dropped everything to run behind Che. So she found, you know, when her and Che was talking at the LGBT rally, she found out that Che was going to that Che had a show in Cleveland and she was going there to perform. So child Miranda then dropped everything. She then dropped everything to chase behind um Che who um is in Cleveland. And this woman then took off on the first thing smoking to go and surprise her new boo. And I'm telling y'all, when I when she was in that taxi or, or that Uber or whatever and she was telling um Carrie what she was going to do I already knew that this was not going to end well. It was it's not gonna end well. She's going to surprise her. You you already know most times when folks are surprising people or whatever, like um they are just I mean before they start surprising folks or, or when they surprise people like that, it, it just don't work out. It does not work out. And so, yeah, she going to be in for an eyeful when she go to get over to Cleveland, honey. So, yeah, that's my take on um the last episode of Sex in the Cities and Just Like That, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. So, whew, so I'm ready to see what's going to happen. I want to see this whole thing because you know it's going to blow up in Miranda's face. It's going to blow up. She done hurt, fooled around and hurt Steve. Now she's about to get her feelings hurt when she touched down in Cleveland. I'm, I'm going to be here for every minute of it. So, with that, guys, um, that is that that concludes the Junkie Reviews of the week. And we're going to come back to wrap up the show with the Unpopular Opinion of the Week. So, stay tuned to the Junkie Experience Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. And it is now time for us to wrap up this podcast. And you know how we always wrap it up with our unpopular opinion of the week. So a few days ago, um, I saw a video that Tiny's, you know, T.I. and Tiny. So Tiny's daughter, Zanique, posted a video, you know, talking about her daughter and talking about how she didn't like, you know, sh how she herself didn't like her daughter having like a lot of toys around the house. And she only had like a box of a few toys and that was going to be it. And like, who did she think she was? And she wasn't going to be getting all this stuff or whatever. So it kind of brought up the question of whether what Zanique was doing, whether that was good parenting skills or whether it was um, good parenting or whether it was verbal abuse. Because I mean... The way she was saying some of the things was kind of like, you know, on the borderline. So I'm going to let you guys hear what Zanique had to say about her daughter, Hunter. I don't like toys. I ain't gonna lie. You want to see her box of toys? Those are Hunter's toys. She has the option to play with these toys every day. And that's it, bitch. That's it. She thinks she about to have a bunch of toys because she, um, T.I. and Tiny Grandchild. No, girl, bye. You ain't nobody. Sit your ass down. Wait till your birthday. Then she didn't get no party. Poor Hunter. 
She'll be all right. Those people out here don't get shit, man. Think she about to be getting special treatment. Girl, mine. Um, all right, y'all. Y'all have a great night. Happy holidays if I don't see y'all until- All right, so y'all heard the um, you heard the um audio from the video, and yes, that is what she said. So, um, I kind of took it like I am a, a parent of one one child and uh, one daughter, and um, I kind of took it as you know her being insensitive because the first and foremost, I, I just took it as her being insensitive to her child. I mean, I understand like. Not want to, oh, not want to just spoil kids, you know, to the max or whatever, because you can create monsters like that. That is no doubt. You can definitely create a monster if you give a child everything that he or she asks for or that they want or desire or whatever. Like, you have to make sure that they have the necessities first. Um, you have to know how to tell your child no, but just the you know, Zanique's demeanor and her. Um, you know, her attitude behind it was kind of like, um, what kind of felt strange to me, um, not trying to come for her parenting skills or whatever, you know, I'm pretty sure that she's a good mother to her daughter, but it was just like that video was definitely off putting what she was saying, you know, and I'm pretty sure, you know, Zanique, you've been in the, you have, your stepdad has been in the business for, you know, 20 plus years. Um, your mom has been in the business for 20 plus years. Like, I'm, and you grew up, you know, with your mom. Like, you grew up with money. Like, it's not like, you know, money came after you got older. Like, you grew up with money. And I'm pretty sure that um, Tiny and T.I. spoiled you. So, I mean, maybe that's the reason, you know, that she's saying that um, her kid isn't going to be spoiled or whatever, you know. But it was just the way that she said. And not so much as, you know, what she said, but... I mean, it was it was kind of what she said when she was just like, you know, you ain't nobody or whatever. Like to me, that's not how you speak over your child. Like, like I say, I don't know if Hunter was in the room. It didn't appear that she was, but you know, still, kids are at that age. Like as young as her daughter is, like she's absorbing everything that she hears, everything that she sees at this point. So that was just my only thing. You know, I'm not. You know, her mother, her Hunter's mother, whatever. You know, this is just my opinion. So, some of the people that commented, and I want to say, if I look back, I want to say that um that post got about 40,000 or more impressions uh, where people, you know, commented and, um you know, it got a couple of um retweets and, um you know, got a, got a few responses where, you know, some people were saying, okay, well, you know, you're crossing the line. And I just posed the question. I said, is this good or, or you know is she displaying good parenting skills or is it borderline abuse so you know that was just the question not saying it was either or but that was just the question that i posed and people were just like you know it's not abuse you know she loves her child and like i said i'm pretty sure that she does love her kid um and then some people did agree and say that it was or they they did respond and say that it was borderline um, they felt it was borderline abuse. So, um, that just, you know, um, I just say, you know, kind of speak life into your children. I'm by no means am I saying spoil your kids because like I said, that can be 
a detriment to you later on in life you know parents spoiling their kids and stuff um but like i said make sure that you know we're speaking positively over our children and not saying you know you ain't nobody and stuff like that so that's my take on that whole thing um you guys you know y'all can hit me up on you know my social media whatever let me know what you think about it and you know thank you guys for listening to the podcast this week another week in another week down thank you guys so much for listening to the junkie experience podcast make sure that you go over to junkieexperience.com for the latest in entertainment and celebrity news uh, movie reviews music reviews video reviews anything that i want to talk about or that junkie experience wants to talk about is on that um page also follow me on all social media at junkie experience that's j-u-n-k-i-e-x p-e-r-i-e-n-c-e so make sure you follow me on there um i'm real big on twitter um uh, because i love the right and um i'm I, I use pinterest a lot you know to promote the um post for, for the site and um i also um am going to be getting back into instagram i'm just figuring out like what angle i want to go with instagram but i will be back on instagram right now there is a junkie experience page on instagram it's not updated but i am going to be focusing this week on updating um instagram you know with the newer stories and things like that so guys just check me out and again you know thank you guys for listening um, thank you for oh and don't forget go over to the junkie experience youtube channel that's where i post all my flashbacks of the week and this week we are going to be talking about 10 interesting facts about the movie new jack city from 1991 so make sure you go and check that out you know like comment subscribe um you know let me know what you want me to talk about um you know if you have other facts or whatever i mean pop them in the comments it may be something of course there are many things that i missed or whatever but yeah pop, pop them in the in the comments and we can have a conversation about them but again thank you guys so much for listening and until next time bye junkies